Welcome to 2023 and the Safety Collaborators podcast. You may have noticed we've had a little break, but today it's welcoming you back. I'm still in the sunny, sunny northeast of Scotland. Nils, where are you? I am in a, believe it or not, wet and gloomy South Africa, which is, um, yeah, interesting for summer. I was hoping that this time while I was at home from, you know, being back from offshore that I might be able to get some vitamin D and lie in the sun. But alas, no, I am reading books and having a wonderful opportunity to work with you again on getting some some podcasts and recordings done and sharing some valuable information with you out there. So welcome back. Indeed. So I'm Karen. And I am Nula. And together we are the Safety Collaborators. Helping you change the way you think about safety. (laughs) Yeah, we're still getting our tongue around this. That's okay. Let's move on. So, Nils, let's get into today. We don't think today will be a particularly long session, but it's more around, you know, giving you a little update on what we're up to, what we think is the year ahead uh, for this podcast and for the services that we can help. So what will make 2023 shine? What do you think? I think it's really around having a look at where we're at individually, as well as with our teams, our clients, you know, what's happening in the world of safety, what's happening in the world, because it's just at chaos in many instances at the moment. I think everyone is having these conversations around, you know, what on earth is going on, never mind around just the chaos, but around price increases around the way of living, the way of being, and, and really challenging what can we do to to make it a little bit better, you know, every day and take the focus away from what's not working. But, you know, let's bring the focus back to what is working and what what moves us just that slight little bit every single day to making our world and the world around us a slightly better place. I think that leads into, you know, that what do we have influence over and what's within our circle of influence? You know, we can get all angst and upset about what we see in the news and all the rest of it, but that doesn't actually help. What will help is how you can influence the world that you're in, you know, whoever we are in that space. And and I think that's a huge part of, you know, it brings us back to, well, what have we learned about influencing our circle of influence and our circle of control? And I think towards the, the end of last year, I think at the end of a year, everybody just gets a bit exhausted and a little bit tired. And that's where we said, okay, let's just take a breather. Absolutely. We need to recharge our batteries mm. and our emotional bank accounts so that we can give you, our listener, the best value that we can do. So I'm super excited to be back in the Absolutely. seat. Absolutely. And that brings us to, you know, so what's going to happen with this podcast Starting a podcast is actually quite a journey and as much as, you know, you can spend a lot of time learning and I think there's a really big lesson in this. I certainly, me, I spent time learning, doing some online learning, being part of podcast communities and all of that sort of stuff and you think you got it and let me tell you, until you do it, oh my goodness, right? It is, it's quite a bit of work but it's enjoyable and so as Nola just said, you know, I think we did feel a little bit towards the end of last year, got a little bit burnt out with this. So we thought, right, let's do that recharge. So where are we at now? We're back in the seat. We're excited to be bringing some new 
episodes to you. And we're really looking forward to having you on this journey with us. So we certainly learned that we need to schedule a little bit more and, uh, you know, be a little less ad hoc. And I think that's an important lesson for all the work that we do and for everybody out there. To that end, we're going to move this. We were in a Monday schedule, so you, we were scheduling it for the first thing Monday morning. So we're actually going to move it to Wednesday. Uh, makes it a little bit easier for us uh, to get it to you on time every week and gives us a bit of freedom of movement in that. It sounds really weird. I mean, what's the difference between a Monday morning and a Wednesday morning? Two days. <laughs> Two business days, actually. Uh, makes all the difference in the world. You know? So that's what we're moving to. You may have heard it towards the end of last year's, we had a bit of new music. So we've had our own music built for this, which we think is kind of fun. Uh, so listen for that. We're also going to kind of simplify this a little bit. I think we were trying to overcomplicate a little bit and we're now going back into a little bit more of a conversational style. We'd love to hear your thoughts and what you think about that as you start listening to us again and, uh, and as we move forward. So, Nils, what are they going to anticipate from the podcast this year? What journeys are we going to take them on? Well, we're going to take them on some journeys around you know, lessons and what's happening, what's movement and safety and safety culture this year, and definitely having a look at a topic that you and I really do love, and that's the principles of human behavior and how that influences safety. Mm-hmm. And we've made a, a conscious effort to have conversations with some people in the field and say, let's bring those voices into our podcast because there are so many wonderful lessons that we have shared with our clients and with people in the field. And we really do believe that that will bring you value. And while you're listening to this, if you think I have an amazing story that I would love to share that I believe people can learn from around safety and around safety culture and influencing people in the field. We would love to hear from you. So share your story with us. Send us send us an email or connect with us on LinkedIn and mm. come and join us as a guest on our podcast. We'd love to have you there. So we have a few guests already kind of lined up. Uh, I say kind of, they're not in any particular order yet, but they are lined up. And I'd like to add that some of these people are people that we work with who are our co-facilitators or coaches that work with us as well, So or advisors in some, in some instances, so they can add a lot of value. So Karen, mm-hmm. what I'd love to hear from you is, you know, where do you feel that the focus of safety culture is is moving to in 2023? What are some of the key key areas that are, are standing out? And then maybe we can explore how we can help in those areas. Yeah. I think up to this point in time, you know, there's there's been a lot of conversation around safety too and the new ways of thinking about safety. Um, you know, there's various conversations around what is safety culture? Is that even a thing, funny enough? You know, uh, some of the conversations I've had is, well, it's really just organisational culture. And to a large degree, that's true. We greatly believe that if people aren't connecting around safety concerns, then what else are they not connecting about? So I think it's moving towards being more humanistic rather than uh, thinking about it from processes and systems, which also leads into that whole moving from, you know, Clive Lloyd's work in in moving from compliance to care. So I think that is a much bigger conversation. I know some of the work that we're doing, we're in the midst of building 
Well, we've got a couple of global safety leadership programs currently running, and one of them it's very much talking about. We still talk about the safety ladder, but we talk about it in a different way. It's really moving them. How do we move people a little bit? And it's not just about everybody has to comply, and it's not about BBS. You know, it's really about engaging and appreciating that we're human beings. We actually have a current case study that you can always have a look at that's on our website. It's how to design a two-day safety leadership workshop. We're also looking at running the more globally, but from the our desktops, if you like. So it's through virtual delivery. So that's definitely one. One of those projects we started with one of our clients back in 2020. And we're now up to cohort 19. It is still hugely successful. And they have no intention of, sadly, flying me around the world to deliver it. I have to get up <laughs> at midnight to deliver an Asia pack. So hey-ho. But the benefits, I don't have jet lag. So that's all right. And I can have a float tank session afterwards. It's quite nice. Which sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah. And just on that mm. one, on that, that particular mm. cohort, there was a, an amazing LinkedIn article that our client actually put out there. Mm. So we will put the link to that article in the notes so that you can go and have a look at that and have a read. And mm. it just shows the value of how sometimes doing things a little bit differently can create an incredible value, but also such a great global community. We work with clients who have people working all over the world. And often when we we do do the in-person, and trust me, I love the oh, in-person so workshops. I, actually. And work. I, th- I think yeah. it just brings a, a totally different dynamic. Mm. But having seen how this client has really built that global community within the cohort so people are having the same conversations in the same language at different times, um, different time zones that they, they can still be such a part of the program and how it's grown I think has been incredible. And I, I think the other thing that a virtual delivery of a program like that brings is the, the ability to continue the conversation beyond the traditional, okay, we go to a hotel, we have two days of rah-rah together, you know, we're all excited, but then we go back to the workplace and, you know, it does, it's, some of it sticks, some of it doesn't, and that's fine, you know, but with this, we can keep the conversation going. So it's actually not just a two-day workshop anymore. It's actually a four-month immersion, which includes coaching and group, small group workshops and the all-day events as well. So it is quite good. So it, with that, one of the things that we're going to launch this year is a open cohort-based learning around safety leadership, meaning that we can invite people from different and smaller organisations that maybe you can't afford to or don't have the time or the resources, whatever that is, to send 10 people or have a big bespoke program, but you want to have people attend a safety leadership program regardless. So we're going to launch that in the not-too-distant future. So watch this space. And not only watch the space, but, you know, if you are interested in it and as an, an early adopter, you know, drop us a line and we will make sure that you are on the, the first of the list to be able to register yeah. for, for that program because not only is it around, you know, delivering an amazing safety leadership immersion, as you called it, Karen, it's mm. not just a, like, let's tick the box, you know, and off we go. Mm. But it's starting to build that global community of how do we actually learn from 
other organizations and people within the high hazard and high reliability industry and bringing those cross-pollination conversations in because there's such value in not just looking through the lens of my organization, but hearing what's happening in other organizations and, and how do we learn before we have to learn the lesson ourselves. Absolutely. And the participants actually really enjoy it. And it's not a case of it's just all of that or this. You know, sometimes it's a blended approach. You might do some of it virtual. You, you know, if you go to a more bespoke program, we can do a mixture of those two things, a bit of in-person and a bit of virtual or bring them together. Hybrid is a common word these days, but it's about flexibility, in fact. Of course, with that, we still continue life offshore or on-site one-hour worksite, you know, something that we've been doing for a long time, particularly you, Nula, you and the team, you've been out there for the last two years. So we realised we weren't really sharing that very well uh, in many ways. No, we weren't. <laughs> we weren't. So we thought we'd actually give you a little bit more information about, well, what does worksite safety coaching and training look like, you know? So go to the website, check it out. There's a whole new page there around uh, safety coaching and training and how we deliver that to you. But maybe, Nils, tell us a little bit more about what that is when you're out there. You know, it's really around having conversations where people are figuring out their own way of working together and their own solutions, being very solutions focused, but also holding the individuals and teams accountable for the conversations that they've had and what they've agreed mm. to or what's happening out there. So it's really that being in the, the moment, in the observation of having a look at, well, what is actually happening on site? How are people having conversations? How are people doing what they, they've promised they're, they're going to do? How are they adapting when new team members come in? You think about the, the stages of team development. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of the places in the world that we work in, teams are constantly changing. So we're constantly going into that forming, storming, norming process. And by having a safety coach on site, it often can help people navigate and understand, well, it worked amazingly on my last hitch. Why are we just not working together well on this hitch? What's changed? How is the dynamic different? And instead of getting frustrated about it, it's around observing it and going, hey, team, let's have a cup of tea. What's happening here? What are you seeing? What are you observing? How are you communicating? And having conversations that are actually leading to a healthy team, to a healthy way of working, and not that frustration of, but I told them three times. Well, did you not just tell them, but did you have a conversation to confirm understanding? And especially in where we're working in such a a diverse culture, diverse language. I think in December there were 27 different cultures on board wow. on the hitch that I was there. Yeah. So it's not around people being difficult. It's just different. Mm -hmm. And recognizing that and just creating a safe space for people to go, oh, is that what it's about? You know, and running many, many workshops around communication, around how do we work together and making them interactive and engaging where it's not 
death by PowerPoint or lecture. You know, that's not the way we work. We don't use PowerPoint. No, we don't. We might build one for the worksite safety meeting, but that's about it. Yeah. Well, exactly, exactly. But it's, you know, it really is around helping people dig deep and have different conversations and better conversations that they are learning to communicate to the individual and not just communicate what I'm trying to put out there. Like, is the message actually being understood or do I need to change the way that I'm doing it? Yeah, so how do we go about triggering the right response versus sending the right message? Just just going back to, you know, continuing life in the field and it's around every single level in the organisation. For sure. When we go into the field, it's not a case of we go, okay, I'm going on board a rig and this is my client and I'll only speak to people who are from my client. When we go onto a site or onto a vessel, every human being on site is somebody that we engage with. And whether it's cross-departmental, you know, between the, the client and their client or the service providers, it's around aiding and enhancing the entire way of working, mm. not just particularly with one or one or two groups. On I think board. one of the nice parts about this role of being a, an onboard or on-site, because it's not always offshore, we can be with land operations as well, of course, is that we're one of the rare people in those environments that actually get to walk across all sectors, across all of the diverse uh, operations that are happening within the confines of what's safe and what isn't, of course. So, you know, we're able to go out there, we do expert observations, have expert conversations across every diversity that's on board there and, you know, and helping them to navigate the the various cultural norms, conversational norms uh, that are there, which is, it's quite joyful work. It really is. It's incredibly joyful yeah. work. And it's especially when when you hear feedback from from people where they've actually haven't even realized that they were possibly having a safety coaching conversation that's just a conversation and you check in a day or two later or a week later and they're like oh my gosh you know this this happened or this is working or that's changed and it's it's like you did that triggering thoughts it's all about it's all about you exactly it all comes from within, for the yeah. most part. I mean, sometimes you've got to teach people because we don't know what we don't know, so we can help there as well. However, for the most part, it's about getting the best out of everybody you know, and helping them to see that space. I just love that. We'll talk more about that Absolutely. in future podcasts. Definitely. That's kind of where we're wrapping up for where this episode is just a welcome back in many ways and look forward to seeing the new, the first podcast. We'll put it out there on our socials when the first one will be released, when this one will be released. And the next two or three podcasts will actually refer to something else around the five principles of human performance. We've become great advocates of that. It's the work of Todd Conklin and it really makes sense and helps us to see ourselves and the workplace from a more human perspective. Any final thoughts? I think let's enjoy working towards making 2023 shine and keep asking that question. How do I move a little bit today to make my world and the world around me a safer and a more enjoyable place to be? Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So with that, thank you for joining us today. It's always lovely to have conversations that matter. And uh, 
we'd be really delighted if you start helping to share this uh, podcast uh, with others as you see fit. You can subscribe to it on any of the major platforms out there. Of course, you can visit us at our website, uh, safetycollaborations.com, where you will find the show notes for this underneath resources. And feel free to email us at hello at safetycollaborations.com. You might have a topic that you'd like us to think about or to talk about. You might like to be a guest, as Nola mentioned earlier. And we're really easy to find on LinkedIn. We've got Safety Collaborations, Nola Gage, Karen Avari. Follow our company page. Until next week, stay safe and stay well. Thank you.